Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And Good afternoon, this is yours truly, Andy Simonkas, with Dolphins Talk on the Finsider Radio Network. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about, including last week's matchup against the Chicago Bears, the latest regarding the Dolphins' injury report, and much more. We start off first talking about the Chicago Bears and the Miami Dolphins football game as the Miami Dolphins defeated the Chicago Bears 31-28. Brock Osweiler received a phone call from head coach Adam Gaze informing him that he will be starting against the Chicago Bears as Ryan Tannehill was a late scratch due to a shoulder injury. And it's very weird how this played out. The reason why I say that is because last week, Wednesday, Ryan Tannehill was at practice and he practiced fully. Also, on Thursday, he practiced fully as well. And then last Friday, the injury report came out indicating that Ryan Tannehill was limited. And then late Saturday night evening, there was a report from... Five Sports Network and also three yards per carry indicated that Ryan Tannehill was listed as doubtful. And then on Sunday before the matchup against the Chicago Bears, we are notified that Ryan Tannehill was listed as out and that Brock Osweiler will get the start. And let me tell you something. This came out of left field. Because the reason why I say that is that Ryan Tannehill practiced on Wednesday. He also practiced on Thursday. And then Friday, he was listed as limited. And then late Saturday night evening, we get the report. And then Sunday, we we find out that Ryan Tannehill wasn't starting for your Miami Dolphins. So heading into this matchup, there was a lot of concerns. Why why there was a lot of concerns was because the backup quarterback, Brock Osweiler, was going to start against the second-rated overall defense in the NFL. So there was reason to be concerned. But let me tell you something. The Miami Dolphins were able to get, get the job done. Besides things happening it's a part of the game. There, you're never going to get a complete game in the NFL. There's always going to be mistakes or errors. So this shows you that this Miami Dolphins team was ready to battle against the Chicago Bears, especially how before they were talking about, oh, Khalil Mack is going to have a field day. With the Miami Dolphins offense. And you know what? Khalil Mack, despite an ankle injury that he suffered during the game, the Dolphins needed to get the job done. I tell you this, Dolphins fans and Finsider listeners. There's no reason that that we should feel bad because the opposing defensive star player is injured. It's not our problem. It's not the Miami Dolphins' problem. 
What they need to do is get the W because when it's all said and done, the only thing that matters is the W. The opposing team is not going to feel bad because you don't have your star player. No, 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 no. They are not going to feel bad for the Miami Dolphins. And that's how we need to realize things. And we need to take that under consideration because we're always coming up with excuses how to downgrade a great Miami Dolphins victory against a tough Chicago Bears team. And this team just didn't want to give up. There was probably Dolphins fans that were saying, oh my God, let's see what happens. The Chicago Bears have a 21-13 to lead late in the third quarter. You have the Chicago Bears at the Miami Dolphins 13-yard line. First and goal, and what happens? Interception by TJ McDonald. This shows you that this Miami Dolphins football team is not going to give up despite what the experts say, despite what the fans might think, despite what the opposing team does. And this Dolphins team is just not going to give up. We saw it when they fumbled, when Kenyon Drake had that fumble at the one-yard line. This Miami Dolphins football team wasn't ready to give up. They understand that they lost to Dominic Sue. They know that Javaris Landry is no longer there. They know that Mike Pouncey is no longer with the team. But this team, this Miami Dolphins football team, is just not going to give up. And we saw that. They get the ball back after Cody Parkey, former Miami Dolphins kicker, missed a 53-yard field goal wide right to give the Miami Dolphins another opportunity. And the Miami Dolphins got the job done as they had a six-play drive for 28 yards. Took a minute and 55 seconds off the clock. The drive started at the Miami Dolphins 43-yard line. You had Kenyon Drake on first and 10, go for four yards. And on second and six at the Miami Dolphins 47-yard line, you had Brock Osweiler throw a pass to Kenyon Drake for 15 yards that put the football at the Chicago 38-yard line. And then with 40 seconds remaining, Kenyon Drake rushes for three yards. And the Miami Dolphins called a timeout with 33 seconds remaining in overtime on second and seven. The football at the Chicago 35-yard line. Brock Osweiler connects with Danny Amendola for six yards. Rookie kicker Jason Sanders from the University of New Mexico State kicked a 47-yard field goal, and it is good as the Miami Dolphins defeated the Chicago Bears 31-28. to We have a lot more to talk about, including the latest Miami Dolphins injury report, why the addition of wide receiver Albert Wilson is making Dolphins fans forget about former Miami Dolphins wide receiver Javaris Landry and much more. This is Dolphins Talk with yours truly Andy Simancas on the Finsider Radio Network. We're talking Super Bowl because we're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Get to the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. 
are back with Dolphins Talk on the Finsider Radio Network with yours truly, Andy Simoncas. And we have a lot more to talk about, including right now, we're going to talk about the latest Miami Dolphins injury report. Wide receiver Danny Amendola appeared on the injury report as it was non-injury related. He was limited on Wednesday, but he was involved fully on Thursday and Friday, so his game status is ready to go. Defensive end Andre Branch, knee injury. He was limited on Wednesday, limited on Thursday, but he was involved fully on Friday. So it looks like Andre Branch will play on Sunday against the Detroit Lions. Guard Jesse Davis, elbow, but he was involved in practice fully on Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. So it looks like he'll be Ready to go. Tight end AJ Derby. And this is one particular situation because AJ Derby is nursing a foot injury. But he was involved in practice fully on Wednesday and Thursday. But Friday, he was listed as limited. So his game status is listed as questionable. Also, Frank Gore, running back, non injury related. Was not involved in practice on Wednesday, but he did practice on Friday, so he is ready to go. Wide receiver Jakeem Grant, shoulder slash hamstring, was involved in practice fully on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, so he is ready to go. Defensive end Charles Harris, calf injury, did not practice Wednesday or Thursday or Friday. So he's listed as out. Safety, Rashad Jones, shoulder injury. Did get involved in practice fully on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So he is ready to go. These next four players that I'm going to tell you about, that their names appeared on the injury report, goes as Follow cornerback Bobby McCain, knee injury. Wednesday, he was limited. Thursday, he was limited. But on Friday, he was a full goal. But he is listed, as I told you before, as questionable. TJ McDonald, knee injury. He was involved in practice fully on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Wide receiver Devontae Parker, quad injury. He was involved in practice fully on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Of course, defensive end Cameron Wake, knee injury, limited on Wednesday, limited on Thursday, but on Friday, he was a full goal. Quarterback Ryan Tyhill, we all know what's going on with Ryan Tyhill. He was limited on Wednesday, limited on Thursday, limited on Friday, and he is listed as out. Defensive end Jonathan Woodward. Concussion did not practice Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, so he is listed as out. And that is the latest regarding the Dolphins injury report. And let me tell you, Dolphins fans, what a performance by wide receiver Albert Wilson against the Chicago Bears. Six reception for 155 yards and two touchdowns. In my books, The front office so far of the Miami Dolphins receives an A with the signing of wide receiver Albert Wilson, who is helping the Miami Dolphins 
any way possible. That performance against the Chicago Bears was amazing. And Wilson is being the difference maker right now offensively. At first, we were asking ourselves, what should we expect from wide receiver Albert Wilson, especially with Javaris Landry being traded to the Cleveland Browns. So, with that being said, right now, the Miami Dolphins front office of Chris Greer and Mike Tannenbaum, they receive an A because Albert Wilson is helping the Miami Dolphins any way possible. And especially on that big touchdown run, it's amazing how he just got the football and went all the way downfield after missed tackles and more missed tackles and the Miami Dolphins got a touchdown. Well, not only one touchdown, they actually got two touchdowns from wide receiver Albert Wilson. So far, Albert Wilson for this season has 23 receptions, 359 yards, and four touchdowns. And if you look at his games this season so far, for example, in the game against the Oakland Raiders, he has two reception for 74 yards and a touchdown. Against the New York Jets, he had three receptions for 37 yards and one touchdown. So Albert Wilson is being heavily involved right now offensively for your Miami Dolphins and you know what? This has to make head coach Adam Gase extremely happy. We have a lot more things to talk about before the end of the show. We have trade rumors regarding wide receiver Dante Parker. And I got more information regarding that. We will be right back with Dolphins Talk with yours truly, Andy Simancas, on the Finsider Radio Network. <laughs> Back with Dolphins Talk with yours truly, Andy Simancas, on the Finsider Radio Network. And now we turn the page as trade rumors become a reality for wide receiver Devontae Parker. As there's a report that came from NFL Network indicating that the Miami Dolphins are receiving phone calls regarding wide receiver Devontae Parker. And guess what? You know what's the asking price? For wide receiver Devontae Parker, a third round draft pick, but other teams have decided not to give the Miami Dolphins a draft pick being so high. And you know what? I don't blame other NFL teams because what has wide receiver Devontae Parker shown you on the field? How many games has he missed? If it wasn't because of a finger injury, it's because of now of a quad injury. The patience with wide receiver Devontae Parker is at a bowling point. It comes to a time that you drafted Devontae Parker so high. And what has he shown the Miami Dolphins 
What has he proven to the Miami Dolphins fan base to believe in his abilities to make sure that he can become that number one wide receiver that when the Miami Dolphins drafted him, they believed him. He has not shown you anything. And now other NFL teams are catching up and they're noticing that Devontae Parker is not worth a third round draft pick. And they're not willing to give up a third round draft pick for Devontae Parker. And let me tell you guys something. It is sad because Devontae Parker's cousin is a good friend of mine. He goes to my family's business and I always speak to him regarding Devontae Parker. I'm a big fan of Devontae Parker. I want Devontae Parker to be healthy and be on the field. But if it's not one thing and it's another, it's mind-blowing that Devontae Parker could not be on the field. Mind you, Devontae Parker is very talented. It upsets me that Devontae Parker is not able to show the Dolphins organization, the Dolphins fan base, what he's capable of. Because I believe Devontae Parker is capable of a lot of things. And you know what that is? Showing that he is a playmaker and he could become a playmaker on the field. And you know how Devontae Parker could prove to the fan base and to the Dolphins organization that they should keep him and not trade him? It's going out this Sunday against the Detroit Lions and having a big game. Six receptions, seven receptions, for let's say 130, two touchdowns. Oh my God. You know how much the fan base will be like, wow, Devontae Parker. We know what Devontae Parker could bring to us. Now, the thing is, Devontae, if you listen to this part of this podcast on the Finsider Radio Network, you have to be on the field. And no matter what, if you don't get the opportunity, when they do give you the opportunity, prove it to them that the Dolphins should keep you. We have a lot more to talk about, including a preview of this Sunday's matchup against the Detroit Lions and much more. We'll be right back with Dolphins Talk with yours truly, Andy Simancas, on the Finsider Radio Network. From goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl because we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number Back with Dolphins Talk with yours truly, Andy Simancas, on the Finsider Radio Network. And now we turn the page and we focus on the Detroit Lions, which is tomorrow. I cannot wait. Because why? Because the Miami Dolphins have an opportunity to start the season 5-2. and two. When was the last time that you said that your Miami Dolphins started 5-2 and two, despite the doubters. This Miami Dolphins team has overcome adversity. No matter what injuries happen to their star players, no matter how many season-ending injuries have occurred, a la Daniel Kilgore, a la Josh Sidden, 
It goes on and on and on. But this team has an opportunity to prove the doubters wrong and come out with a victory against the Detroit Lions. What is the key to victory? I'll tell you right now. The way that the Miami Dolphins will be able to come out with a victory against the Detroit Lions is that they have to run the ball once again. Last weekend against the Chicago Bears, you saw Frank Gore rush for over 100 yards. You also have to get Kenyon Drake involved. We need to establish a running game. And last weekend, we got a glimpse of that with Frank Gore rushing for over 100 yards. I understand that some of that yardage was done at the end of the ball game, but it doesn't matter because when he needed to make a big play for your Miami Dolphins, he did, and I applaud him for that. And this Sunday, Brock Osweiler has to have another good performance. I'll tell you this, Dolphins fan. If Brock Osweiler improves from last weekend's game against the Chicago Bears, let's say if he throws for three touchdowns, three touchdowns and one interception, that is positive for us. So we need Brock Brock Osweiler to be smart with the football. If he is smarter this weekend against the Detroit Lions than he was against the Chicago Bears, it will be a positive for your Miami Dolphins. We know what to expect with the defense. I believe the defense is going to bring their A game. They're getting key players back, and that is a positive for your Miami Dolphins. We talked a lot about on Dolphins Talk with yours truly, Andy Simancas, on the Finsider Radio Network. We talked about the game against the Chicago Bears. I gave you information regarding the Dolphins' latest injury report. My thoughts regarding Devontae Parker and a preview of this Sunday's matchup against the Detroit Lions. That does it for today for Dolphins Talk with yours truly, Andy Simancas, on the Finsider Radio Network. Tune in next weekend for the next episode of Dolphins Talk with yours truly. Also, make sure to follow me on Twitter at ACMoncas305 for your latest Miami Dolphins news updates, injury report, and much more. This does it for today's program. I appreciate your support. Until next time, take care. Dolphins number one, everybody. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Yes, River, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Hey, I'm Anil Dash, and I'm the host of a new show called Function from the Vox Media Podcast Network and Glitch. This season, we're talking with experts about why our voting machines are so bad and how that might hurt our elections. We'll also talk with an animator to find out how popular dances from the real world end up in video games. And we're going to tackle the biggest question in tech. Why do so many celebrities use screenshots from that Apple Notes app to make their public apologies when they screw up? You can find new episodes of Function every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And thanks to Microsoft Azure for sponsoring Function.